Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast you didn't know you needed. I'm looking at my friend Josh and Rock and Robin, and I say to both of them, very simple, very to the point. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. I told you once before, I don't know. <laughs> say hello, Josh. Well, 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 we got uh, a little bit of representation from... Uh... Seven should have been should have been called eight, um, but uh, a little debate there. And sometime, Andy, when we're old men, uh, and older men, uh, I think I am old, uh, or <laughs> the rest of you, Fims, when we got fans in motion, you know, 2060, I'll tell you a uh story about that record. Me and Jack Blades cannot tell it now, though. Wow, nice. <laughs> now I'm curious. Josh, stop uh, recording and let's yeah, go ahead and talk about it. Um, but uh, you know, uh we me and Andy are the uh the beauties. Introduce the beast uh <laughs> on the podcast today. I think you got that backwards there, Josh. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, Rock and Robin has joined us for this episode. Brent is not available tonight, he is tied up. Rock and Robin Luditi. So I'm better loosen him up. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine you know um, he was uh wasn't he drinking he was pretty loosened up on your uh um your trip to nashville indiana right <laughs> yeah he, uh there was some drinking going on between the, the yeah. two passengers not the driver of course yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah they uh they were having a good time so um now that were they giving you directions when you were missing turns uh no but uh they did keep me in line because we know we made that late night run home and uh i was i don't know if i missed turns or my my gps wasn't getting the signal but like at some point brent's like um i think you got to turn there and i went past it i was like oh shit <laughs> you know so you know we had a lot of that on the way home until the gps kicked in but uh <laughs> it was all good times yeah, yeah. rock and robin you uh ready for christmas Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but, I like to per call it Yule. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, all right. So, uh, Andrew, what do we uh, what do we got going on for this uh, episode? Well, we're doing a little uh, question and answer. Josh had put it out there to the uh, page itself, and uh, sometimes we get questions. And Josh likes to compile them every now and then, and we have a little conversation. We try to answer them the best we can. And by we, I mean Josh. And uh, we just chime in. So hopefully we'll get to your question and answer. And, and uh, I think there's some have a little conversation. Andrew's going to be uh, able to answer. Now, I'm going to wait till the end of the show uh, to answer, because a, a few people have asked this about in September, which was actually August. Um, they were at Sweetwater. We're in the studio. Yep. Um, mentioned it on stage a few times when we were playing Wasted Time, which Wasted Time was a single release on Record Store Day back in April of 22. Had two new Night Ranger tracks on it. Uh, Wasted Time and Free. Free is a kick-ass song. Um, but uh, anyways, they were in the studio. So, you know, they started playing Wasted Time live. We saw it at yes. Sweetwater. Um went over great i mean it live was better than the studio version 
So uh, we'll talk about that at the end, you know, kind of like the uh, what's like the uh, the climax or the tease. You know? Yeah. So um, let's go to here. W. O'Brien Fairman. Orion. Now he was having sli- <laughs> some libations with yeah, he, the group. He, he he was. Um, so, will we see the contemporary youth show or co- contemporary youth orchestra show in 2023 or 2024? That's a good question. Um, I'm I curious. W- <laughs> I would think 2023. I do know they're already in the early parts of editing it. Editing it. Um, I saw that edit, some of it. I can say it's absolutely phenomenal. It is probably one of the best things I've seen Night Ranger do um, in a long time. And this, this is just like a rough edit, too. I mean, yeah. I just want to get it even better. But uh, there was 18 cameras there. I mean, there's cameras everywhere the uh you know it's all high def now i mean mm-hmm. to me uh not that i disliked it but like the live in chicago it was okay this blows it out of the water just with <laughs> the camera angles and just the footage and it's just awesome the i have a question on- for you yes um we talked and i think ed had told us that the audio will sound a lot better because they took it off the board Versus yes. us sitting there because a lot of the people I talked to said so we couldn't really hear the symphony as much. Correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Ed had said to us that, that that will balance out. So I was down front and I could barely hear the symphony. Now, when I went back to the back, I could hear it. So okay. where you were at in the uh, theater depended on how well you heard the symphony. But yes, so they recorded the symphony separate, just like everything, you know, the guitars. And so now they can bring that up. <laughs> So you should be able to hear it. And you, and I could on, you know, I was just seeing it on a laptop. So, you know, the little speaker there, I could still hear it. And they got, you know, foot, they've got cameras in the orchestra. You know, they had the big boom, you know, camera in the back. And um, it's just really good. I, I, you, everyone's going to be happy. Awesome. Say that. Um, But yeah, I would think 2023, they're working on it now. Um, I think you want to do it while there's still hype, uh, you know, but I don't have any control over it. Uh, so, yeah. You know, uh, so you don't have a definitive yes or no, but we, no. we, we believe it'll be this year. Yeah, it's, this year. it's being already worked on. So I would, All right. I would assume. <laughs> so the next question W. O'Brien Fairman ask, um, uh, I'm going to jump ahead a couple questions just for the fact that I want to crack open this beer. Why does Josh like cheap beer so much? Uh, <laughs> so I grabbed the cheapest one in my fridge. It's really not cheap. I mean, PBR is, you know, it's got a, you know, it's got a hefty price, but I don't buy beer for the price. I buy it for the taste. Pat Blue Ribbon just happens to taste good. Now, in my fridge, I got Miller Genuine Draft. That's not a cheap beer. And I got Coors Original. Um, well, and couldn't there. you also say that uh, PBR is an award-winning beer? Well, won a Blue Ribbon in 1853. 1844. <laughs> so there you go. I apologize. But, uh, Way before um, all the IPAs took over the world. You know what? I, I don't and the fat tires that uh, yeah, was being consumed by one W. O'Ryan himself. Like, listen. Um, I'm, and I got Yingling upstairs, but... Uh, 
you know, I don't need, you know, most of the, there's a reason why these breweries are small and are just like local because their beer fucking sucks. If it was good, it'd be nationwide. Okay. Um, and, you know, and it just usually sucks. It's like, oh, it's got a hint of this, you know, you know, fruit. Blueberry. It's got some blueberry in it. Oh, but a nutmeg. And I'm like, all right, I just want some cheap ass corn, ferment the shit. Uh, and when I do have to go to these places, like we had a retirement party and I, you know, it's like, ah, brew dog or whatever. And it's like all this fucking nasty ass beer up there. I always look like at the labels or like the, uh, the pulls for the taps and whichever one has the ugliest label. That's the one I drink because the shittier, the beer, the cooler label or tap they need to sell. Sure. So, you know, if it's just like. You know, the one that just says beer on it. Right, give me that one. I mean, my favorite beer is free beer. I mean, that's... You know, <laughs> well, I'd say also, Josh, you're probably a loyalist, right? You probably started with PBR, and you're like, you know what? No. This so, works for me. I probably started off no? on, like, Miller Lite, and I would go to parties, you know, when you're 18, 19, or what? Well, I mean, my lawyer's probably telling me 21, 22. Yeah, 21. And, uh, <laughs> When you have light beer, people would take it. You know, hey, can I have a beer? And of course, yes, you can have a beer. And I was like, man, I'm giving away half my beer. So then I started um, uh, bringing, uh, you know, Budweiser. And not as many people asked, but later in the night, a beer is a beer. So those went. So I'm like, well, fuck. And especially back then, you know, Paps was really, you know, I guess not cool or whatever you want to call it. But uh, you know, cause now you can get paps everywhere, but, uh, back then you couldn't. And I, so I, or I got that right. And I'm thinking, you know, definitely early in the night, no one's asking for a ribbon, but towards the end of the night, again, a beer is a beer or, you know, not even towards the end of the night, just a couple hours. So then I learned how to drink it warm. I would just bring warm PBR and, uh, that's how, you know, no one's asking, no one's drinking a warm beer. I found out. So there for a couple Piss years. <laughs> so it sounds like you are a cheap like, bastard. To be honest. You don't want to share your beer. Uh, you know, well, if I went, that's to how a, that's how I read that. Tell if me if I I went, I'm wrong. If I went to Robin? a party and I brought 12 beers, I want to, I want to <laughs> drink 10, right? I'll give away a couple, but when I take a 12 pack to a party and I'm drinking like five, I'm like, all right, then I'm stuck. I don't have any fucking beer. And, um, so <clears throat> that's how the pbr uh came about but uh there we um, go i digress w orion fairman <laughs> oh god it's like christmas we in my mouth add that to the drinking game every time you say his full name you have to take a drink w orion fairman isn't that just orion it is orion but he uh he corrects <laughs> me every time i say that he's like it's just orion i was like yeah but it says w he goes i had to do that all right, so his question right after, what's the best Night Ranger live album? There was a great King Biscuit show back in the day, and I think that Queen, that King Biscuit show maybe is the, um, would that be the Cincinnati show? Maybe, I can't. Well, that's what I was going to say. So <clears throat> not a sanctioned one, I don't believe, or is it? There is. There I was... have a bootleg of it myself, and it was Dawn Patrol, and they played the entire album, if I remember correctly, in the radio station studios mm -hmm. there in downtown Cincinnati or Mount Adams. Sorry, it would have been Mount Adams. I have it like digital, digital. Um, but the original 
record kind of like you know how the 85 um seven wishes one i always talk up the westwood one yeah um, yes, i was thinking of that <laughs> all right so that's that number one that's the best live record but uh um this the king biscuit uh you know that was sent to radio stations night ranger was on it was a it was an episode a show or whatever but it had a live section from one band and, and a live section from night ranger the other band was mahogany rush and they are not cheap to find i do not have one yeah um it, the ones i see are like 300 bucks but that's one of them i don't know if that's what he's talking about but uh so live records i guess what you have is i mean the official releases would be um live in live, japan live in japan released in 89 you would have rock in japan 97 um technically you would have the extended versions night ranger extended versions released in 2004 it's at tokyo show mm-hmm. from 2003 um you would have the chicago show this one right here yep the live in chicago 35 years it wasn't an initial release of seven wishes though was it? that's right here just a video yeah i mean you have the audio though on that westwood one right so we don't have like an official so me personally if mine would be the westwood one i mean it's it was unlike the vhs i mean it was designed you know it was mastered for tv the uh um, westwood one was mastered for audio consumption and god i mean jack's bass and kelly's drums just fucking explode on that recording um if I then had to take that out and do the official releases, I'd have to go with live in Japan. Um, that's just, you know, it, the killer versions of the songs and yeah. you get ma- uh, man in motion tracks. That's what I say. Yeah. Let him run. Man in motion. Right. Yeah. So that would be my uh, favorite Robin, your favorite <laughs> night Ranger live record. Now my, my, actually my first question is, have you listened to these night Ranger live records? Yes. Well, I know definitely just live in Japan, but I've always wanted to listen to that vinyl you talk about because I'm a vinyl junkie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Westwood one. So mm-hmm. I would have to say if I if trust you... Josh's opinion on that <laughs> one, so I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, wait to hear some of my other opinions. Trust me. God. Um... <laughs> I lean towards the 35 years in a night because I was at that show. So yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I kind of like that one. You know, and I'll I, probably be biased with this one too. Oh yeah. Well then the the uh because I'm probably like smack in the front. And I know at one point during I don't remember what song, but like I looked over and it was already like on me and I was like, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was uh I can see being at the show, you know, that being kind of make like, it slightly biased well sentimental i get you know what i mean like there's that you know how sentimental yeah. stuff will always oh yeah the front. and i think too i mean listen that came out what 2016 right sure 17 18 i can look if you want me to uh no that ca- it, don't it came out in 16 it came out the year before don't let up um so you know i just i had a lot going on that year so i just really never had the time to get um you know, to kind of build it up. I don't my... think my arm's long enough to get this away from me to read. 
I know there's this rock on the range that shows on Axis TV. It's actually the year uh, it was Godsmack and Judas Priest. And I was front row for like every band, but I like tired out of my mind because I was there from like 10 a.m. to be there front row for Judas Priest. Yeah. And they went on. I looked and, tired. And they didn't of... record Judas Priest even. I'm like, wow, that was for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I looked tired out of my mind because I was tired out of my out of... mind. Uh, 2016 yeah. was the trademark yeah, on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in that same year, but it came out in 2017. I don't recall. I was at work the other day, and someone came up to me. It's like, hey, who was the boxer that said no moss? Do you you know, remember who it was? <laughs> it's uh, boxers, except for uh, Rocky. <laughs> now I'm drawing a blank. I he asked me. I was like. You know, uh, I think it was uh, Roberto Duran. I think and, you're right. I, I, I he looked it up, and yeah, well, you know, we looked it up, or I looked it up after I told him, and it was, and I'm just like, how the fuck? Like, yeah. you know, there's like something I need to know right now to save someone's life, and somehow Roberto Duran's in there. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, I can't yeah. balance a checkbook, but I can give you the name of Radar's dog from Mash. So yeah, lucky. <laughs> no. Technically, actually, you'd like it. His name is Ranger. Yeah, there we go. Lucky was the. Uh, I don't know if it ties in with my infatuation with a certain band out of Northern California, or I'm just a Mash fanatic. I don't know. You like the Mash movie? Uh, not as much as the series. <sighs> Mash movie's great. Um, I all like right. Mash the show too. <laughs> we could have another whole episode about that. I, I have opinions. Um, the other. This is still W. Orion. Uh, drink how many of us <laughs> night ranger or no he asked uh, who has the most night ranger vinyl i would assume that would be me um, josh i think josh has more than the actual members of dude, night ranger i i have i have probably 40 night ranger albums i still got a like catalog they've been sitting there for a year um how many of us night ranger zealots uh are in or have lived in ohio i'd say about 50 percent of us <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, the members of Night Ranger can uh, claim uh, residency in Ohio now, too. <laughs> I mean, members of the podcast. Yeah. Well, we're all Brent is well, not here. Yeah. Poor native, if yeah. you do include me. <laughs> yeah. Um, what FIM members? I originally read this. I thought he meant the, uh, the podcasters. What FIM uh, members have the coolest hair? Uh, you know, and I replied, well, you know, there's only one person with hair on the podcast well right now uh. too but uh um who has the coolest hair um on the uh of i'm the, gonna say robin luditty of the podcast or no no of uh, on the page of, of the page oh boy i mean Greenaway and uh he's a good and, running for the he, uh, everybody thought he was in night ranger in indiana so he was uh, like an English uh, Jack, though. Yeah, like, everybody thought he was similar Jack. similar hair styles. Uh, I do not. I have, uh, I'm working on a five head here, so I just got um, a haircut today, and yeah. it's not helping my situation. And Night Ranger tattoos. Well, um, wow. uh, you have one? You got one? Do you yet? have one? Robin? No, Robin's wanting to get the signatures. I know that, but what else? Yeah. No. Uh, no. I don't have a Night I Ranger want. tattoo. Um, like right around here, though. No, I'm making something else down the line, but that's like priority. <laughs> I mean, in my younger days, I I could have done a Night Ranger tattoo, but I did not. 
back when oh, you, there's you're not too old you can still have, get a tattoo uh, andrew i have a tattoo <laughs> it's just not night ranger it's the Bengals. Um, <laughs> Who day? I'll hook you up. Come next time you come to Cleveland, we're no, getting I meant Eternal Flame Bengals. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Susanna Hoffs is still hot, so I will. Is. I will take that. Yeah, but you always like the drummer, though. I do. Yeah, that's uh, um, natural. <laughs> but uh, never way really the hottest member of the female rock bands, is it? Yeah. Like I think I like the one with the dick, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so my awkwardly I like Kelly. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, back when people were all getting those tribal tattoos and everything was black, you know, I uh, I went and got the Seven Wishes girl and put the year under my year I was born underneath it instead of the Seven Wishes. And for a long time, it was a really cool tattoo. Oh, it still is a cool tattoo, but it was it was cool because everybody else's tattoos were tribal and black. Barbed wire. And I had, yeah. <laughs> and I had, you know, a girl on there and it was all color and everything. And, and, you know, if I wore a tight shirt back when I had the muscles, you know, you would see some of it and girls would lift it up and you know it's almost like a rebel thing or something i don't know but now the color tattoos have kind of well they are they're back in and people are getting the pinup girls and getting them on their arms and shit so um you know i remember when i first got my first tattoo back in the 90s and uh in memphis it was right before the tattoo craze really started kicking off so now there's like tattoo parlors and malls and shit yeah. <laughs> me and my buddy the the, the tattoo only tattoo place we could find on Beale Street was down this alley, right? Go down the alley and then you Sounds take safe. a right. And the guy that gave us the tattoos was bald, big, fat, bald, and had lightning bolts on the side of his head. Must have been a Chargers fan. But uh, yeah. It sounds like Rob Halford. Actually. I was like, sounds like Halford in, his, in a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Which... yeah, that's uh, how much um, has changed. Uh, Janice Robachikak, whatever her name is. Uh, what are the writers for Night Ranger? They're must haves. Um, why can't I get presents to Ed for the band? Sweet Hot Water and Management said they would, but kept them. Um, I don't know about the presents and Ed and the band. That's their business. And I just unfortunately do not know. The writers for Night Ranger, um, listen, there's nothing crazy. I mean, um, you know, just certain kind of beer, water, you know, different kind of foods. And what about restraining orders? Of is there still one out on me? Can well, I get close to the band with, with an escort? Listen, <laughs> you were and good until you back mailed, in the '90s. Things going '89 when things went a little south on me. You were good until you mailed the nudes to Brad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, you know, but like the writer, yes, there's a writer, and um, I don't, you know, I really you know don't want to you know talk about what's on i don't know what's on it i just know from being back here what i see um but it's just your typical stuff uh you know beverages waters you know some beer and fruit and um no crazy m&m stories no, <laughs> no now you know david lee ross said the reason why they did that i do know it yeah he's smart that was very smart yeah. go ahead and you tell, can tell the story for, um is 
if they took the time, basically it was attention to detail. Yep. Um, if they saw that in the writer and this huge writer and they did that, then they knew that they'd done stuff on the stage correctly. And right. Everything like else would be taken care of. Yeah. So that is the reason why. Um, Brad Clink uh, stated on here that, you know, in response to W arrived, um, right. that he has a Night Ranger tattoo as well. Um, all right. Shapen Chapin, friend of the podcast. Um, any further updates on the CYO release? Um, Tom, rewind the podcast to the beginning, and there <laughs> is your answer. Asked and answered. Mm-hmm. Karen Sanders Yingling. Great to know, or great to know, or yeah, I think that was a little bit of a typo there, but uh, uh <laughs> sounds like a PBR speech thing. Uh, says, well, I'll read you what she wrote. Great, great to know more about Brad's solo albums and future albums. I think she probably meant, I want to know more or whatever about Brad's solo album, solo albums, and future albums. Is it still going to be released? Um, call him up, Josh, get him on the blower. Oh, yeah. That should go over fine. Oh, that's good. Um, so, um, so Brad had a set amount of songs ready. 2020. I was fortunate enough to be able to listen to that record. Well, I won't say record. This those set of songs um, that they had finished, and they were good. I mean, you know. The, there's heavy stuff, soft stuff, you know, slower stuff, acoustic stuff, rock and stuff. I mean, I don't want to, you know, get too much into it. But um, since then, and two of the songs they played on Rudy Sarzo's radio show he had yeah. on some internet app a couple years ago. Um, hmm. uh, but since then, there's more songs that have been recorded. Um, they're still mass, you know mixing them and writing new stuff and i've heard some of the stuff that they've done some of the stuff is going to be surprising it's really cool uh but night ranger takes so much time it's just a slow process uh you got to remember if they play a show friday or saturday well you know they're busy thursday and sunday you know getting and leaving wherever they're at then if you know you spent four days on the road probably the fifth day you want to relax this next day you're probably then working on your record or something and then the next day you're getting probably ready to leave again so there's not a lot of time there uh you know but he is constantly working on it um uh that's really all i can say uh not that i know much more um than that but uh uh it's killer. I mean, if you're a Brad fan, you're going to love it. It's, you know, it has elements of Night Ranger, but obviously it's, it's different too. It's, um, it's just a good rocking album. It's, uh, well, I, won't, I don't want to say album because what I have isn't an album. Okay. Yeah. It's, here's 13 songs I was, you know, we're <laughs> working on. Um, but, uh, uh, trying to think. So Gary sings on most of them. Oh Gary, really? Yeah. I don't know if I remember you telling us that. I'm sure you did, yeah. but I don't remember that. Yeah, there was a photo released from the studio a couple years ago. It's him, Gary, and I forget some younger guy drumming. 
Um, Derek Sherinian plays keys on some of it from he's uh, God, who's he with right now? Um, Billy Sheehan was in the group of Apollo something. Anyways. Yeah. Um, with a lot of big time players. And then he was in dream theater. He's played with everybody, Yngwie and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's there and hopefully, uh, you know, we uh, get to hear the finished product soon. Um, Doug Frazier. Everybody talking about Joe Frazier. Uh, more full album shows. I would have loved seeing Donna Madness, uh, Midnight Wishes, Big Wishes. Full yes. album shows. Yes. Um, I thought he meant more album show podcasts. It's like, I think we've done most of them. I definitely missed out on Donna Madness. So it was amazing. I saw it up there in Cleveland at Northfield. Me and you love chipping away, so I've never seen that live. Hey, we're I'm too young, man. We're, <laughs> we're far enough away from when it happened. It was in the summer. I don't remember where, but it was during sound check. And um, they goofed around a little bit with Play Rough. Oh, I love that one. Too. Just like the riffs <laughs> a little bit yeah. and the first couple verses but uh and penny still lingers in there like they will sound check penny i know it's not my favorite but um you know uh so yeah for those that don't know uh can't find me a thrill is like so underrated like i don't know how they sleep on it it's on their first album i've always said it just rocks cupcakes and women it's like priest worthy it really is Maybe that'll get him to do it. Here's Send a, a message to Jackson. Jack, that's almost priest worthy, man. I want to put man. I want to put this on record. Uh, again, I got a good story I cannot tell about. Can't find me a thrill from the band. Um, so when we're all old guys, cocaine. Well, you know, uh, it's not like that. Uh, not so much cocaine, but less it's, trousers. It's just Definitely like, it's less like, trousers. If, if you're a Night Ranger nerd and you want to know. The mechanics of the band th- that's where it flows into but um uh you know then when you know when we're all 80 sitting on the porch and we do our virtual podcast I won't, for an episode yeah. 800 <laughs> i won't remember like, oh fuck yeah. uh <laughs> i just pissed myself <laughs> um but uh uh uh, what was the question? Oh, the uh, full album full shows. Album so, shows. so Donna Madness was Night Ranger played the full first record, Donna Madness, and the full second record, Midnight Madness. Um, and some control. some hits in between. They played yes. about four or five songs in between. They which was... played Reason to Be at some shows. They played Panic and Jane off of Seven, Forever All Over Again. I think they played Color Your Smile, too. Love it. Um, here's a little... See, this is the show that... Uh, um one of these recently it might have been cleveland or or wherever we were last um somehow someone asked you know with the band we were you know and asked about color your smile and one of them i think one of them goes how did that how did that begin and i think it was jack he kind of goes you know as i was actually surprised he remembered uh uh but uh yeah but you know little things like that was kind of cool um but i think they did color your smile so here was my if i ran night ranger this was my idea 2022 you 
do the full album of Dawn Patrol. That's how you advertise the whole year. 40 years of Dawn Patrol. Mm-hmm. You're not really adding that many new songs because you really play about five of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, most of the time, uh, at least four. No, let's hear you do sing the A lot way. of people are dying to hear two to four of the other songs anyway. Yeah. And so they you- only kind of just started doing Night Ranger. Yeah. So you got Night Ranger, you got Eddie's coming out tonight, you got Sing Me Away, Don't Tell Me You Love Me. Though there's four, Call My Name Five. So it's just the other five songs, right? Um, if you take out Secret, High yes. Road, maybe take out Four in the Morning. You mm. know, you, you can quickly get that album in there, right? Hold on. How about they just play I love longer? that guitar solo too much of Four in the Morning. Well, just play longer. <laughs> well, you gotta remember they are almost 70. Four um, minutes, four songs, three minutes each. It's, it's an extra 12 minutes. No, what we need is the whole uh, show where it's like they have an intermission. So it's yeah, like slightly I would, longer. Take the intermission. I'm all for it. Yeah, yep. I, I, I second I, Robin. I, I, I am just picturing Ed listening to that part right there. Um, Ed's but, like, uh, I get this thing loaded and out the door. Um, so, uh, but 2022, 40 years of uh, Dawn Patrol, right? They play the whole record of Dawn Patrol. 2023, 40 years of Midnight Madness. You play the whole record of Midnight Madness. I mean, really, how many songs are you adding there? You already play Rock in America, Rumors, um, Sister Christian. When you Touch close your madness, eyes. Did you say? So you, you know, you would you know, you would have to kind of throw back in Touch of Madness, which they know what they still can do. Why does love have to change, which they still Hell can yeah. do passion play which they've been playing recently my favorite. so really the only songs you'd probably kind of have to work on is chipping away and let him run so that's 2023 2024 you do another dawn of madness where you do both records uh 2025 40 years of seven wishes and then 2026 27 28 whatever you do a farewell tour you know, because by that time you're all heading into your mid seventies. Um, I would love to hear like faces and all, yeah. all that stuff off Seven Wishes. So too. that <laughs> that was my like I said, you get you get to celebrate forty years because unfortunately there's not going to be fifty years. All right, I just can't see them out in the road. I mean, you know, at eighty years old. Um, so whatever that was that was what i would do i would i would take advantage of every anniversary but whatever so they don't, uh, they don't ask josh um uh, but doug yes it would be cool if they did christy casey orman what is was your favorite venue to see night ranger and do you prefer them inside or outside what's your favorite venue there rock and robin ludity i was trying to think like i the one at Jacobs Pavilion w- was one of my favorite shows, but the Lima, Ohio, I mean, those are like my favorite shows probably. Lima was them. fun. Oh no, Wilmington. Kelly was on fire that night too. Like I've never heard him sound so good. <laughs> and I think they just played, they had played rumors that night too. Yeah. Lima was the show Andy, you and your yeah, I didn't came up to. You were there, right? Not in Lima. I did Wilmington. No, you were in Lima. I swear no, it, it, yeah, because me and Zach had come, and I know there's a picture of me and. Uh, Did I you in Lima? You get make it to yeah. sound check. Oh wait, was that the place I told your Zach to go climb up and get that banner? 
I, maybe. <laughs> you you and your buddy went to a, a hamburger joint. Yes. And the hotel that was, was Lima. Yeah, you, the hotel was connected to the. Venue. It was like the middle of nowhere. It was yep. a veterans yeah. thing, wasn't it? Yep, yep. I remember. Yeah, that was a good show. Damn. That was the banner. See, <laughs> so this is where cold. Brent comes in. He remembers my <laughs> concerts better than I do. Yeah. You know what's funny is you always say I don't want to collect stuff. I want to, you know, I want to do experiences, but then you don't remember. I don't remember these. <laughs> <laughs> you need to buy some material objects. I got to start know. taking uh, brain medicines. Um. <laughs> Let me talk uh, pretty one day. Uh, but uh, so those, uh, Andy, you got a favorite venue? Uh, that we've that recently seen, it's tough. I loved the theater at Wilmington. Um, I really like inside shows, too, because that's I like another in, part of the question. Yeah, I do, I too. Like I like controlling inside. the coloring and stuff like that. Like, yeah. when I think I, of 80s, I think of, like, the... Dio lights and stuff like that. Sparks. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, I was yeah. speaking of Dio. When I was <laughs> when I was Whoa. younger, I was flabbergasted. Right, like I'm 13 and I read somewhere he's from Connecticut. Right, <laughs> oh, is like he? I just pictured like him growing up like in a castle in England, <laughs> you know, with like fire on, you know, torches on the side. He's like carrying around a sword, and it's like, yeah, he's from Connecticut. I'm like, what? Yeah, like they fucking with me, but anyways, <laughs> that's my D. All right, so uh, Andy, um, uh... I I like um, so the the theater up in Cleveland was really something to see. The Playhouse Theater. The Playhouse, yeah, that was really a, a beautiful theater in Wilmington. I think was beautiful. Now the one yeah. in Cleveland that was a big theater. Um, it was nice. Um, I've seen Fan of the Opera there. Like, oh really? Fun to that's see that fantastic... dynamic. Uh, show so mm -hmm. yeah um i mean i'm gonna go see him at the mother church here in february that might <clears throat> be my new favorite Down i like ryman the ryman auditorium i like the theaters kind of like what you said wilmington the yeah. theater in anderson indiana was just phenomenal yeah that was uh, nice brown County. that one in wabash indiana wasn't too bad either honestly well that that was a newer theater that was good um and josh you saw him at the one out in the day the music died right uh that was at surf ballroom well that, that was cool that was very cool uh just with the history and the way the place was set up um i now, mean if we're talking in ever that we've seen them i would go to the when i saw them in their hometown in petaluma that was fantastic now if you want me but to not be the theater if you want <laughs> it's great to see him there if you want me to be douchey i kind of rank everything off though like how's the backstage yeah, because uh, <laughs> uh, well, you can attest, Andy. Roy, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Wilmington uh, left Wilming something desired. Wilmington sucked. <laughs> There's the little narrow staircase, and <laughs> you know, like it the was hallways. It was like vaudeville era. Yeah. You know, that so, fair one was probably nicer than that. The one that we were at in Wisconsin. <laughs> That was nice. Um, yeah, that was actually really nice for a fair. <laughs> that was that was nice. Uh, but that, that's the thing with the old theaters. They're beautiful to be in. But like, the, like I said, the one in Anderson, Indiana, beautiful theater. But like, you know, the backstage, it's like underneath the stage and just fucking. Yeah, they're old. You know, they weren't skeleton, built. Skeleton key doors. <laughs> um, so. Uh, but yeah, uh, I like the theaters. 
outdoors i mean if it's the right venue sweetwater was outdoors and it was phenomenal um but i guess it depends on the weather too you know they do it in august though man it's hot under a metal roof in august that's just hot do that shit in may (laughs) (laughs) um all right um will you ever consider doing a live podcast with eric prior to the show Listen, man, Eric is usually on a cocaine binge. He's unreliable, first of all. (laughs) Um, Doing a live podcast is not easy. And I barely, (laughs) we barely have time to do this podcast. Um, But uh, maybe a video or something. I don't know. We'll we'll think of something. We'll we'll take that into consideration there, Christy Casey Orman. Um, Like maybe for the meetup spot and be like one hour. (laughs) Yeah. We we talked about did we not Josh under the first Danny Rapepi Memorial where there was talk that we would set up and do something but it just never came to fruition there was so much going on well there was and logistically talk, it just didn't seem like it was going to work but then I think um, uh, legally uh, we they, some things had to be pulled and that was one of them because yeah. you know we were offered it and then. Right. You know, then it wasn't offered. Um, will they be doing as many shows in 23 as they did in 22, or what do you expect? I think they're going to be doing at least as many shows. Obviously, the Brett Michaels tour, July and August, those are three shows every weekend for four weeks. And yeah. um, now they're January and February and March and April. Those aren't as full as they were last year. But you know, getting in the summer, it seems to be so. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see, but I think it's going to be very comparable um, to last year. Uh, blah 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 blah. He's player December. Blah, blah, blah. Andy Chapin, Thomas Chapin's brother, um, <laughs> currently in mourning because of uh, Franco Harris passing away. Um, he wants to know if it looks infected. You've probably been infected since you were 14. <laughs> um, <laughs> type of ointment or swab do you recommend? I always I always am one of two things is going to kill. Like when I was younger, I drank a shit ton of Jägermeister. <laughs> and I was convinced you could fucking inject me with HIV and my body would kill it. Um, as I've gotten older... Now, when I want to get rid of something, it's PBR and scotch. You know, go get a bottle of Dewar's. Um, that'll get rid of rashes, whatever you got. Um, also, why is Josh the only one with a decent microphone? Um, because I care, Andy. Because I care. Uh, Debbie Eaton Daniels. I think my mic's okay. Maybe not as nice as Josh's. I, I, I will get say complaints that. Complaints from Josh on how good mine is. Yeah, yeah yours is super sensitive. You know, I hear you digesting <laughs> over there and everything. He, she, um, he can hear your sorry, thoughts. It's a Christmas cookie brownie, and mm. it's hard to keep away. Josh just spent the most money on his mic. <laughs> because I care, Andrew. There you go. Well, I met Andy Chapin, Andrew, but, but because I it. care, yeah. uh, I'll take it too. Debbie Eaton Daniels. This has nothing to do with the band now, but I've always wondered why didn't Jeff Watson sing back up in concerts in the 80s, but did after the band got together in the 90s and 2000s? Uh, good question. Uh, it's something I noticed, but never really put much thought into it. Uh, 
Maybe uh, he can't really sing well. But then why did he sing in the 90s and 2000s? Well, was his mic turned on? Uh, that's, that's, uh... I've been played, I've played shows with my band where there was a mic next to my mouth and it was not plugged in um, <laughs> on purpose. The, this is the only, and this is just guessing. I, uh, in the 80s, you know, you want to be a shredder, rock star, get that mic out of your way. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe he didn't have the best voice. And they could, you know, and they're younger, so their voices are all stronger. So you could probably get away with Jack Kelly. I think Fitz, maybe. Did he have a, a mic? I don't I think so. He did. Maybe. I... But Brad, Brad sings a lot more, even now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the backups, the high parts, that's usually Brad. If you listen to um, the Seven Wishes VHS, um, uh, I have it right here. What are you looking for? I'm th trying to think of this song. Um, that they go into the drum solo. I think it's again. I think it's just the song "Night Ranger," but uh, right before they lead into uh, the drum solo, you hear this high, you know, this oh, high yeah, voice. Talking about that's Brad. That's yeah. scream because he's still on the mic. He's like, ah, yeah. and then the, the music fades out and Kelly's. Mm -hmm. Yep. So um, even now, if there was a show. Look at that. Good stuff. I want that so bad. There was a show. It's sealed. It's not that. Uh, this was a gift from uh, Mark Greenaway for me taking him around the country to see the band. He brought that to me. I love it. Yeah. Um, that I think it was Renfro Valley in Kentucky. I was backstage and. Uh, why they were playing and like because i don't know like you know how certain sounds don't go through the walls and stuff it was really weird i was hearing their vocals like almost isolated and you could i could hear brad like doing oh yeah doing stuff it was really cool it's like wow i've never noticed that you know because you, you know you're out in front of the you know the speakers and stuff i just happen to be in a certain spot you know behind you know all kinds of walls and stuff and you know hell i sat there for probably two or three songs and just you know, yeah. took that Listen. in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing I think of is the 80s, you know, maybe it wasn't needed and you don't have a microphone in front of you. You can fucking shred and people can see it. And then in the 90s, everybody's a little older. You probably, you know, you don't want to, you know, Jack and Kelly, you know, use their voice as much as they have to and just throw an extra voice in there on some of the songs, you know. And plus, yeah. you're not, a, you know, a 20 year old shredding guitar player. Then you're a little bit older. I don't know. That's the only only thing I. I know. Um, would Night Ranger consider playing a few more songs from ATBP? Oh. Um, I definitely would rather but, hear a bring it all home to me. And they've been playing that live recently. The, the question will, is, is what do you know? <laughs> What show were we just at? Or um, the uh, the it was Brent, um, the uh, Hobart, Detroit. Arena. yeah. Uh, bring it all home to me, almost made it onto the set list. Like it was on, they it was there, it was taken off with the final man. Um, I want to hear dance live, yeah. Uh, not so going to, but I want songs to. they have played live, of course, breakout, they played breakout a lot. 
Um, they have played um, Bring It All Home to Me a few times. Uh, they did Coming For You a few shows in early 2000. The Texas shows, I know for sure. Like Billy Bob's and stuff like that. Uh, so they've done Coming For You. Just trying to go through the uh, the set or the uh, album or the songs there. Uh, really, I think that's it. Uh, was it Savior or Free that you showed me in the car? And I was like, this is the better than anything on the entire album, official album. It's like one of the bonus uh, might, Savior's well, a bonus track. Savior's a bonus track on the, the physical copies. Yeah. It might have been Josh- Free. I think it was free that I'm talking yeah. about. You said breakout, I right? I think that one's yeah. awesome. They need to do that one. I think it's just those. Uh, they did yeah. do track four. Track five is... Uh, Can't afford a hero. They didn't do that one. They didn't do December. They didn't do dance. They have not done track eight, Hardest Road. Monkey. Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow uh, or Lucky Man. Right. Um, so uh, back to Robin. Uh, before the album here, this is going to be me, you know. Uh, so I had started when I started working with Kelly. Kelly sent me the record before, you know, three or four months before it came out. But it included the record and it included the Japanese bonus track and it included the songs Free and Waste of Time. Uh, so when I got that May, I had all those songs. So that's how you heard free back then. <laughs> um, so you were um, one of the very first. It was uh, a birthday present for me to listen to. Well, it, it, Josh, I didn't talk. get. I didn't. You didn't give it to me. It was just like it was on. <laughs> bonus. We've talked before, and I think most people would agree. A, a waste of time should have been on the album, and B, it should be played live as much as they can it's 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 a fantastic track waste of time is good free is even better yeah i haven't heard free i think you Uh, sent it to me but i don't have i haven't listened to it i have to look it up um listen to it i I don't know why i haven't i have to go through josh sends me a lot of shit don't go through anything andrew um so uh so yeah so all right here's a here's another story uh on the way to Renfro Valley, this is weird. I mean, if you go back to our first episode, who would be think we'd be talking about this? So driving, I'm driving Jack, Kelly, and Eric to Renfro Valley. It's about an hour drive. And we got talking about maybe the new record. And I mentioned tomorrow. And you know, I you know, I was able just to pull it up on my phone and play it, you know, in my vehicle. And they're listening to it. And you see, you know, it's just cool looking over and you see Jack bobbing his head <laughs> and you hear Kelly kind of singing along to it in the back. And then it gets done playing. They're like, yeah, well, you know, they're all excited. Like, do that. So this song fucking rocks. And then I told him, you know, I, I love that song. I love free. And they're like, oh, you know, they hadn't probably heard free for it, you know. <laughs> and I remember, you know, one of them's look, I didn't know it, but they were looking it up on YouTube, trying like, who the heck, where's free? At? You know, and I was like, I go, I am probably one of the only people that have it on digital. And I played free and they were just like, God, we forgot how great that song is. But yeah. tomorrow, just tomorrow, like I 
I wish like that momentum had carried on. Like I don't, you know, obviously maybe forgot about, but they were all hyped for tomorrow. But it was cool just sitting there and playing tomorrow and watching them get into their own tune because they probably wrote it, recorded it, and then forgot about it. Just flushed it out. Uh but yes, dance and tomorrow I think would be and I I have I don't think I posted it. I think I played it on the podcast before. I have a video of them sound checking dance. Yeah, so they, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I played a little bit on the because I don't think you guys could hear it or something, but yeah, they did sound check dance. That's the only other song that they <laughs> um, have attempted. So, uh, yeah, it would be cool. Debbie Eaton Daniels, if they would, but people go and they just want to hear the hits, and we're lucky yep. to get one or two songs um, released. Craig uh, Shrey, I'd like to see a 4K concert on disc. I don't think you're going to get 4K. You'll probably get Blu-ray. But um, listen, what I saw on the laptop was phenomenal. So Yeah, maybe that's 4K. I don't think the laptop was 4K. Uh, but, uh, um, but what I'm saying, if it looked good on the laptop, it's going to look good in your home entertainment center and all that stuff. Um how about a uh, David uh, Trimbley, Trimbley, something like that? Um, how about a DVD for the 40th anniversary? Preferably one recorded in Vegas next week, since I will. <laughs> um, well, the 40th anniversary is this year. Uh, you got about 10 days, so don't yeah. think so. But next year. Um, but the uh, Vegas show, Daniel, I got bad news for you. I don't think it's being re recorded but uh it would be nice uh if there was something out there um but whatever <laughs> wendy laffer uh when can we expect to see the 11 9 cleveland show uh see previous answers uh she was there with her daughter her best friend and her mom and they were all yelling really loud and whistling um <laughs> um uh i yelled a lot that night too yeah. <laughs> so uh hopefully you're on there one day or next she says her next tattoo is going to be the night ranger logo um but she wants to get their autographs um on them kind of like you robin <laughs> i'm I waiting just need to complete my collection here i'm waiting for the uh fans in motion logo you know <laughs> as... josh we should put it out there that we would pay for the logo we'll pay for the tattoo Wow. <laughs> I have some funny stories similar that, to that. That's not an official offer. I'm just saying it's something we should, we're just spitballing yeah. here. Well, I we'll want to get just the Ranger tattoo. You know, it, you know we'll, we'll be going around, yeah, man, they had the fans of motion tattoo. And we signed the, we signed the titty. And like, <laughs> it was a dude. That doesn't it, matter. It was, it was a, a guy. Um, I actually like the Midnight Madness font on that white shirt that I have, like the the yellow and orange. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. John Juanito Davy, longtime listener and longtime friend of the show. What does a load in consist of for fly in shows? Rented gears, the band always travel with their own amps and effects. Well, don't know how much information i really want to give away but um most of the time it is their gear uh uh you have you have east coast gear and west coast gear and 
they have a crew member drive that gear to the show. Uh, so that's how you get your gear. Um, and the load in is just exactly what it is. It's just uh, get to the venue early in the day and just get stuff all set up and ready to go for a sound check. I mean, what it consists of, I mean, pretty much what you would think. I mean, you got, uh, you know, you got the crew, you know, setting up drums, keyboards, getting all that stuff, you know, getting the guitars ready to go. You got merch, getting stuff back there. You got, um, you know, Ed is, you know, setting up stuff for the band and you got uh, and yelling at people and, yeah. uh, you know, you got, uh, you know, sound, you got front of the house and you got lighting and, um, you know, even let's just go into lighting for a little bit um, with Steve. Uh, so what's he doing? Well, he's learning what's at this venue. Every venue has something different, right? And then where the lighting might be configured, you know, might not be how they need it for, where they are on the stage you got to remember the drum kits off to the side and you know it's not your typical rock and roll formation so you know steve will be there you know either adjusting lighting or having some you know they'll have you'll have local crew which is you know just local people that work for the uh, venue and they'll go up there and climb on the trusses and move the lights you know how they exactly want them so that's you know how lighting would work and similar for how everybody else works as well and um it definitely takes a lot longer to set it up than it does to tear it down um rich haynes would they ever do something off mojo live well rich um that would have to have kelly leaving the band or not Kelly, but uh, Jack probably leaving the band because um, I don't see them doing that um, while uh, Jack is in the band. And, you know, why would they? They're, um, you know, there's no, you know, hits off that record. Um, Shoot, they got albums of their own they don't even recognize. Yeah, so... Not, I don't think you would, you know, you're not going to hear anything off of that record. Um, you know, I'm sure if Brad does something with Gary, you know, the album release and they go tour, you'll probably hear a couple songs from there. But uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to hear anything from Night Ranger. You know, I mean, you know, what makes sense for them to do something live? Well, they do something off ATBPO or they would you know, that makes the most sense or something off at least high road or something. But, you know, if they're going to go off Mojo, why not go off Hole in the Sun or Seven or Neverland? Don't let uh, up. You know, so. On a uh, side note, Josh, does Gary Moon do any shows? And if he does, does he play any of the songs from Mojo? Um, I, I would. So the last show I know he did over here was probably about five years ago that he did here on the East Coast. Uh, it was in Chicago for one of the melodic rock fest. And he did some of the solo songs. He did a couple of the Mojo songs. And then he played, uh, I think he played, he's still rocking America, Don't Tell Me You Love Me, some stuff like that. Um, he has been doing some acoustic shows out in California, um, but not many. Um, okay. He's, he, you know, he's working with Brad. He's, you know, he does that. And then he does some of the solo shows, but, you know, he's, 
retired and yeah. um you know him and his wife bought a new place and they're just living life a beautiful place on the coast and um not a bad you know, life and he's just kind of uh you know doing you know working with brad i think they were just together not too long ago and then he was doing some acoustic shows um here and there out in california so yeah he's still um he's still doing stuff uh the closest mojo that you've ever gotten with night ranger and i've told this before is saw them at the marriott hotel when they got back together with the original lineup in july of 96 <laughs> and, you know this little ballroom in a marriott hotel and uh so the lights go down and next thing i know i hear the beginning of mojo that bass slapping modulation that dun, 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 you know and i'm like and now you gotta remember gary moon was just in the band two months ago and so this is being billed as original night range i'm like all right well maybe this is you know but i'd already seen brad and jeff so i knew jeff was there and they come out and start playing whatever touch of madness or whatever but that was the closest they used the mojo entrance so the opening that's nice so that's the only time i know night ranger and mojo have ever so um, at the time i was three years old <laughs> <laughs> oh boy josh is it time to go yet yeah i think um, i just felt my hair growing grayer thanks robin lance a few a few others lance uh lance rushing and uh some others uh steve romig um they busted out wasted time they mentioned it would be released in october any updates um what plans for it and free might be maybe part of the ed uh Repepi concert project that is a no um along with those same lines when they went into the studio a few months what was the outcome of that all right so let's go back to august um sweetwater andrew and i were there um yeah. you came in the day after right uh so i was there at sweetwater this would have been the this would have been the next day so i wasn't there when they were in the studio i was there the next day me and eric played with keyboards and stuff like that and then you came in the next day so neither andy or i were there so if we were we still want to tell you what we all know um <laughs> Or but, uh, um, but so yes, they were in there. They've said they've recorded Waste of Time. Uh, obviously, Waste of Time's already been recorded, so it's probably like a live version, right? Um, what they're going to do with it, listen, I don't fucking know, you know, like, and I'm not asking, anymore. they tend to shelve things and keep it. And just like look at it. I don't. So, <sighs> yes, but so they were in the studio. It was filmed. So there's film and audio. They did wasted time and they did something else. I'm not going to tell you. It's not for me to release or whatever. Um, but, uh, um, and it's not a new song. That's all I'll tell you. I don't want to get, you know, your hopes up, but they did do something else. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. When I hear something, I'll tell you, or hell, you'll probably find out when I do. 
Um, but I, I, I don't know. As of right now, um, as of right now, um, give me a second here. Um, as of right now, yeah, there's no um, nothing out there for it. Uh, but I would assume whatever it is, it's done. So I would assume whenever they want to use it, bam, it can be used. Um, maybe they're on Sweetwater's schedule. You know, maybe they want to do it right. for their spring sale or some shit. I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, or maybe it's a record store day thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it could be. Or maybe it's a bonus track for the uh, <laughs> Danny Rapepi show. Well, let's not start that rumor. Um, <laughs> let's see how long it takes it to get back to the band. Um, give me a second here. And for them to release it digital, I I don't know. I would think as of now, I mean, they probably should have because, I mean, all the purchasing power for that 45 is already done. It was a record store thing, record doors, uh, record store day thing. And, you know, they've all, you know, it's all been sold now. So, you know, now you just have the digital version sitting there. Um I can't see what else you know they have use for it. I mean, I don't think you'd put them on a new album. So, um, uh, yeah, to me, they sh- should put it up for sale digital. You know, ninety nine cents on iTunes or something, and you know, and start at least making some some money there. Um, guys. <laughs> that it i think that's it all the questions uh, i kind of like my photo there um like yes. the one that kelly shared recently we're on kelly's page the- oh yeah um i got a few good ones like that yeah love that one um yeah, it's just uh, it's all luck, man. Um, there's that one to choose from. A little bit more color. Uh, that one I thought was pretty good. <laughs> um, like this one. I don't think I've showed this to anybody, but you see Jack and Kelly there. It's <laughs> nice. Brad's kind of looking over at him, smiling. Um, I was laughing recently watching the Sentimental Street video like Kelly full on picks up just Jack and carries him across the room oh does he? I have to watch that (laughs) it's like when he's talking to a girl before they're going up on stage and stuff and like Jack uh, oh yeah 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 over and you like literally just picked him up and walked with him yeah i watched that too i know what you're talking about now i thought it was something new no yeah Um, somebody posted the video and i watched it again what was it like the shirt that brad is wearing and sister christian like jeff is wearing and four in the morning or something like that (laughs) yeah so if you look 
Um, Def Leppard has a lot of stuff like that too. Like uh, Steve, Joe, and Rick Allen all have like the same shirt on at one point, but well, not one, at the same time. One, one time <laughs> they all had the same tank tops and <laughs> shorts on. British flag shorts, yeah. I thought that was a good one to carry. I have a pair of those. Yeah. But, um, I used to have a pair of them. <laughs> but uh, they, they don't fit me anymore. <laughs> I'm careful with mine, but... um. I, you know, I made a, uh, I, I hate to say this and Robin, you would, you would have appreciated it. Um, I, I got rid of all of my old vintage concert shirts and things I had from all the eighties and I regret it immensely now, but like I had, you know, Brent and I saw Def Leppard as an opening band in 83. Wow. And we had the tour shirt and all that stuff. Who'd they open for? Billy Squire at Cincinnati Gardens. Oh, Cincinnati Gardens. That was. And a... Brent said to me that night, he goes, "That's not going to stay that way for long," because Def Leppard was on fire, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and then Squire was, uh, was, I mean, he was headlining. He was, he, but, he was big then. Uh, a photograph I don't trust was people who don't like Squire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, a photograph was just making its rounds, mm-hmm. and you could see that. I mean, these guys are like seventeen and nineteen years old, and um, you know, I saw, I saw Pearl Jam at a small club at Bogarts in Cincinnati before, before they broke, I saw Brentry. I saw, uh, I I say, I, (laughs) we saw them, you know, Brent would uh, many times. Now it's we that I walk into the room. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shit, Josh, why'd you bring him on? Um, he's, uh, he's reminiscing. He actually remembers this show, I guess. Uh, well, so- I, I was I was saying, Brett, how I, I got rid of all my old concert shirts and my British flag shorts. I have none of it anymore. And just some of the shirts, the concerts we'd see. Now, the thing I still have, I still have my Big Life concert shirt sponsored by uh, Edge and Agree Shampoo. I do have that, and I put it on once for the show. Yeah, and now it's Small Life. I can do it again if need be. <laughs> oh, my God, that one podcast. My Ranger always had... <laughs> always had the great average like what was it schlitz beer during midnight madness Uh, but uh oh wait hold on yeah i told andy when the pro jam he's talking about the pro jam because we went and saw him at the cincinnati gardens they opened for smashing pumpkins and red hot chili peppers and nobody knew who they were and we were walking around the halls and i ran into dave abaruzzi look at that (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Right there, you can see it says up in the corner. Ed, yeah. agree. I don't know what that. What's that one say? Presents. Oh, present Night Ranger. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think one of these. Present. Their shampoo sucked. <laughs> Wait, look what else I got here. Hold on a second. I found all the stuff when Mark was here. Yeah, big. That's a good uh, tour program. I missed our programs. That would never be printed today because it has a lot of PII, personal okay. information in there. Yeah. Yeah. The animal instinct one of Duff Leopard, like it has their like it childhood has their- home addresses, yeah. like three of them. Like, yo. It's got their <laughs> it's got their names, date of birth. I mean, look at where the they inside. were. Yeah. That's like the crew. That's the management crew, Bruce Cohn. And yeah. And then I also found Brenda like this one. I can't believe you have the stuff out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one with the uh, poster. Yeah, you know when we were talking I need about the piano book. When we were talking about posters, that one unfolds 
into uh, kind yeah. of a cool the airbrush. It looks like a, yeah, it looks like a painting kind of, but it's not, you yeah, know. The only thing that would have been better is that they would have used the Night Ranger logo instead of just the print across the um, the the top there. Uh, let's just do what's in Andy's office. Uh, <laughs> right. yeah. See Yoda up there. Yeah. Uh, looks like um, Josh's arm. Well, that's but sexier. The one, that's the one I used. The one on the record, the one on the record, her dress is white mm -hmm. and the background's yellow. I mean, um, come on. I want this right here. Dude, when I yeah. was like, if eight I could have one piece of memorabilia, and, and it's that. got a rip in it. It's got a rip in the seam. I remember. If I was when I was eight years old, that was the coolest shit ever. <laughs> it still but, is. But I mean, what? Suddenly, when I was nine, I was like, I was kind of catching on. I'm like, hey, I don't know about chicks that. Chicks aren't are digging the band marching band uniform. Trust me, I I was in marching band. That was a dry spell for Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that lasted for years. You know, spell or four score in seven years. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah. however you want to. You know, um, I got yeah. the uh, Reds hat on there uh, in uh, memory of Mr. Tom Browning. Yeah, what uh, is that? So, it looks silver. The sea looks silver. Is that a, a shiny? Yeah, just different color. I, embroidery. I don't like walking around with a big ass red hat. So <laughs> I got this was <laughs> at least a little bit darker. Uh, but uh, David, well, then you're going to hate what I got you for Christmas then. <laughs> uh, uh, did uh, I ever tell you I saw Tom Browning's perfect game? No, you were there. I was watching there. TV. No, I was there. Okay. So, um, my uncle's friend that Talk he had yourselves. that he had worked with um, was a Dodgers fan. So the year before, he now my uncle had moved by then, so they would go meet at a Reds game, and they would go see Reds Dodgers, and I would tag along, and my buddy or my uncle's buddy would bring his two kids who are about my age. So eighty seven, we went down and saw Reds Dodgers. 88 we went down and saw reds dodgers so we go there and there's like two hour rain delay now i'm 11 years old so i'm running around you know just having a good time and playing never thought the game would start or we would stay but then the game started my uncle and his friend were sitting probably 10 rows behind home plate our seats were three or four seats um or three or four rows up from first base dugout and but there was no one there i mean you could sit about wherever you wanted and you know at this point me and my buddies are just running you know me and those two other kids are just running around and not really paying much attention to the game and i remember you know we watched some of the game and go do stuff and i remember about maybe like the seventh inning robin ludidi are you falling asleep on my story um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i remember about the seventh inning or my uncle was like tom browning's pitching a perfect game well I thought he was just having a good game. Like, yeah, yeah. To me, a no hitter was what was great. But a perfect game is no hits, no walks, no errors, and they're very rare. And so I, you know, but but he stayed, and I we were I was behind home plate when the final outs happened, and uh, um, and Tim Belcher, the it was for a kid, it was a boring ass game because Tim Belcher. I think through a two hitter, it was a one nothing game. And my uncle, we stayed there after the game and eventually Tom Browning came out with champagne and I was behind the backstop and we sprayed it 
and I remember getting champagne on me. And I bought an Oakland A's batting helmet because I collected batting helmets at the time, and you could never find Oakland A's. And I found one down there. And uh, um, on Sports Center the next morning, uh, you could see him doing the champagne on people. You really couldn't see my face, but you see that big ass orange helmet. Um, but uh, so yeah, it's a little yellow. You know, that was a yellow helmet. Well, it was it was orange. It was not orange. I mean, it was green. With Green, the yellow, yeah. yellow bill. Yeah. Um. So yeah, when he passed away, it was kind of like, oh fuck, dude. I'm, you know, it's like I'm another... looking that up on YouTube, but you know, it's on YouTube. I have looked forever for that footage. I cannot find it. The only thing I can find is a picture of him with the champagne in the backdrop, but there's no fans in it. Um. So. You know, that's all I have ever found um, of it. But uh, yeah, I could, tell, I could tell you a story of my favorite Reds game with Andy. Did he get drunk and puke? Hang on a second. No, um, Robin, I was trying to find something that you would appreciate, but I I, I found this though. You this. <laughs> I need oh. that. I have the Brent. What was that? Uh, I have it. I didn't have time to find it. You bought uh, the tour book? Apparently. I don't remember going to the concert. I well, I, I drug you to the concert. You but didn't I want got to go. The, uh, remember that hysteria book, Brent, that came out. It yeah, like a thick that little animal instinct. Yeah, I, sure. That's what it's called. <laughs> I have it. I was trying to find. It. I thought Rob would appreciate oh. it. And I they talk about the, I this, have it this, if this you want to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, hey, uh, so, uh, one guy on 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 YouTube always comments. Did you kill my thing's going to be like uh, uh, less. Less Def Leppard, less Reds talk, more trousers, <laughs> more Night Ranger. Talk. Well, What's I, I, I used to drag Andy to Reds games. He he's not a baseball fan, but yeah. he would he he enjoyed going with me because he could get a pink lemonade and nachos for like four bucks, and we Couldn't would sit in the top six, um, all the time for three bucks, and I'd go so much I knew the ushers and they would take us down to the blue seats like the fourth or fifth inning, but I digress. Andy went with me one night. Um, there was a girl that I, I liked and I was trying to impress her. So, you know, but Andy came along because I had an extra ticket. Um, long story short, uh, I, well, I, I got to get to the um, setup first. Um, there was a bachelorette party that was sitting behind us and they kept asking me for my underwear. And I whispered, I kept telling them no. And, and the girl's like, give them your underwear. And I whispered to Andy, I'm like, I don't have any underwear on. Because uh, I was doing no, laundry. I was doing visual. Laundry. Yeah, I, I, well, I had jeans on, but I didn't. I was doing laundry and they weren't dry and I had to go. I'm like, I don't have any underwear on. And I don't want this girl to do. I don't have underwear on. So Andy, Andy goes into the bathroom, takes his pants off and brings back his underwear, gives them to the girl. Were they the uh, white? Uh, they might have been. The white no, ones they were with the the gold and blue band around the <laughs> no, they were they were i was always been a boxer kind of yeah guy. and i remember going to the bar afterwards and that party was there and she's walking around with the underwear i got her head and shit i'm like oh she had so what well, the quick is version is that i said i'll give you my underwear if you promise to go see my friend's band oh that's okay i forgot about that part caddies <laughs> and they said okay we'll be there so we go down to caddies a friend of ours band was playing and she had pinned there's like a scavenger hunt and she'd pinned all these things to her veil. And there she was. I was like, Hey, there's my underwear. There's your skid marked underwear. So we both did. <laughs> so we both walked around without underwear on that night. 
I was still in my dry spell, Josh, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Those keeping score at home, like, I... This is bullshit. I was... Let's see. It started so, in my sophomore so, year, freshman year of high school. So this was what? This season? This was what? I was probably four or five years out of high school by then. This was like 1989, 1990. Yeah. Pretty solid run for Andy. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll never I don't know why. I he was sitting to my left and I was like... I don't have any underwear on, you know. Yeah. And he's like, "You got to be kidding me!" I'm like, "I didn't have time." Yeah, those What's are things that? I didn't need to know at all. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, underwear, I, underwear is overrated unless you're lounging in the house. I used to yeah. go commando all the time. Yeah, well, I'm in my underwear. Robin, right now. now you know. I know you were wondering. Um, yeah, and that's why he wears his trousers real tight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is, so, that a, is that a, is that an armadillo? Is that a mole rat? So anyway, did you guys all do the um, stuff on the page where they ask the questions? We yes. did. All, we did everything. Did you get Andy Chapin's question about the best um, best infection and what have you? Yeah. Because I've got the answer. I've got props. Oh boy. Since, since I have my lovely, uh, we use Aquaphor. Aquaphor is fantastic. Is that good and, for an infection? Well, it'll help prevent it and it'll help scar. I think he's already got it. That's the problem. And then you get this cocoa butter skin therapy oil. Quite good. But if I you think get that it, infection I got to get it on my about... lip. And if you get it inside your lip, it fucks up your taste buds for the that's four hours. If we did write... not have a female guest Let me write that uh, down. on this podcast, I would tell you exactly what you need. Oh, <laughs> Some a shot butter. of gasoline. Some duck butter. Ooh, good one. I would say Shapin's main problem is he's a Steelers fan. Ooh. No disrespect to the one who just passed. Yeah, but, but it, uh, was, it was against the Cowboys. By the way, I say it is uh this is the 50th anniversary of the uh the Immaculate Reception, right? Yeah, fuck Steelers. But it's <laughs> also the 2021st anniversary of the Immaculate Conception. Ooh, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. You should end now, Josh. It doesn't. It's not going to get any better at this point. Yeah. It was. Oh shit! What am I going to tell my husband? <laughs> Boy, this is going to get awkward. <laughs> well, uh, listen. So here's what happened. <laughs> listen, you got to believe me. You're not going to believe this. Me speaking no English. He said he was the savior of the world. I mean, I don't know. So, I've tried that. It doesn't work. <clears throat> so uh, I have anniversary festivities whenever we're at. Go. ready. <laughs> Me go. and Zach's five year. Wow. But didn't you have a break in between there? Yeah. Thanks for thanks for bringing that up, year. Brent. <laughs> <laughs> How long was that break? <laughs> nice. Whoa. Very nice. Congratulations. Are you are you engaged? Yeah. Are you? Mm-hmm. Well, when did that happen? Uh, we've been so uh, when we came back together, uh, it was a uh, two months ago, I think. Yeah, I've been wearing it since. Yeah, well, congratulations! Well, congratulations! Just be aware that forever is a long fucking time. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. make sure you uh, the the vows is just till death do you part because you do not want to be in a committed relationship for all eternity, you know, like in eternity, I kind of want to be single doing my own thing. So just don't make sure that's not in the clause. Um, 
when you Burning. tie the knot. <laughs> um, See, Josh's mistake was he did the Night Ranger podcast single where Andy and I were already attached. There is no way in fuck I could have done a Night Ranger podcast <laughs> if if I was with my child's mother. That would have happened. Just would not happen. Really? It would have happened Listen, for about five minutes and see shit get thrown at me or something. I still get, now we're what, uh, we're knocking on three years of doing stuff like this, two years of podcasting, and Teresa still says to me, what in the heck are you guys still talking about? <laughs> to you which I say, clearly you're not a subscriber because you would know <laughs> what we're talking about. She, she, she just thinks you're downstairs, you know, you know, she jacked. thinks you're just sitting around talking. Like we're not talking no, about she anything. thinks you're downstairs jacked into midget porn. And she don't give a fuck because she's got a few hours by herself. Yeah, she's up there watching her Desperate Housewives and other shit. And... No, he's watching the Desperate Housewives. She's watching the midget porn. No, I'm watching MASH reruns. Well, the thing I like about midgets is... So that's seriously um, what I'm doing. You know, like, what, you know, my buddies are always like, why, why are you always with, you know, why are you with midgets sometimes? And... um. Uh, what I like is is like their hand, like when they're holding my cock, it looks huge. Wow! You know, it's just like, where is this coming from? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> Some, I'm just sorry. Someone needs to stop him right now. now I did tell you. I did going, tell you the story it's going about in a very bad place about the small person at the at the midnight madness tour. Did I not? Did you fuck her? No, no, no. She we went to school with her. She was about four or five years older than Andy and I. And I'm sitting in my seat, and this like biker dude next to me is just smoking a joint. And he's, and she walks by, and he's looking. And he goes, "That's good shit." <laughs> I'll never forget it. I was like, "Oh God, I don't know what the girl's name was." I remember, remember me telling you that, Andy. I don't remember. I mean, I remember we were. We, you and I did not go to that concert together. We did not. So. Is that the but, one where you went with the hot girl? I did. Yeah, I did. Still, not a get lucky hot girl, but uh, the chipping away girl. It was hot. <laughs> yeah, was she bad. was singing chipping away. I was like, that makes you so much hotter. It's, like you don't even know it. It was during that four score and seven year dry spell. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's why I like you know, um, but you know, midgets. Uh, um, so yeah or what i'll do sometimes is uh um you know i'll get like you know I'll go to my cousin's house and i'll get some of my uh um my little cousin she has barbie dolls so i'll grab some of those and bring them back to my house and like i'll get like the barbie doll's hand and like i'll put the credit card in there because i know that's what women like and i'll put it like next to my dick and they're like holy shit look that you know Stick is humongous, and he's got a credit card, or like get the Barbie Corvette, you know, you know, and you know, take a picture, send it to the girls, and they're like, "Holy shit, his balls are as big as that tire." I'm just assuming this is all going to be edited out, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I can't even with my the uh, out. the the balls and tire. I think that's an old Robert Schimmel joke. I don't want to take credit for that one, but uh, um, Robert Schimmel, good guy. Um, but uh. But yeah, that's, uh, that's how All you. Right. Uh, that's out of Josh's imagination. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, um, um, I'm just glad we didn't get them in Dream House. 
<laughs> well, I might as well I might as well tell this uh, midget story since we're on midgets. Um, so I was taking, you know, I call my stepdaughters, um, but you know my my kid's mom, her two daughters, they were in their teens, and we were doing the Black Friday shopping at the mall. So like three a.m. right, and uh, this is years ago, and one of the stores wasn't open in the mall. Now they got those chain kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was only up like two or three feet, and and we walked by, and they're like, "What's going on there?" You know, all the other stores were open. I'm like, "Oh, for the first hour, um, midgets get in free, or mid- midgets get a shop first. And you know, and they kind of laughed, you know, right? And remember, this is like three in the morning. It's not a lot of people there. We turn the corner, walk about 20, 30 feet, go to the doors to go out to the parking lot, and a midget is walking in. And they just look at me. I'm like, I told you, perfect timing, perfect timing. I like, I still like say prayers to that midget for making that joke work. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I fuck, we talk midgets all day. What else do you want to talk about? I don't. I want to go to bed. <laughs> you gotta get up at three in the morning. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then when are you coming down here, up here, uh, Friday. Friday, if I get off work, we're driving up. Like, like midget role play too. Like, I always wanted to be with one. Like, having wear an Ewok outfit, you know. Um, but leave it on, you know. Like, just tear a little hole where I need to go. Um, but like, what Ewok would you do? Would you do like Wicket, or like one of the ones you know? You do. You do Chief Chirpa. Uh, maybe, um, you know. Um, but yeah, so. That saved you. I knew. I knew another Ewok's name. That's two more than I knew. Eh. <laughs> you knew Wicked. I I would have said Gizmo. <laughs> um, surprised, the best I got. I yeah, would I, say I, I would say I'm right, surprised. Can, can I wrap it up? Can I cut that out? And you guys can keep. I going? would. I would say I'm surprised there is no Ewok porn, but I'm pretty sure there probably is. <laughs> well, there's that furry stuff going on. What? Andy was a furry. What's a furry? Furries where they dress up in animal costumes and they and they act like they're animals and they have sex with each other. Again, I was in a dry spell. I did dress up in an animal costume. Yeah, there's no denying that. There's pictures of it. The, the drummer, the drum, the Muppet animal. Yeah. 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 Jobs. All right. I was I'm really going to have to watch this now. Andy, are you done talking about uh, humping and animal outfits? I wasn't humping. I was a school mascot. Oh, that's Un- right. I it was wasn't. an unsanctioned school mascot. Right when you say that, I think of uh, Saving Silverman. Yeah, I was Back- unsanctioned. Was Hold not- on. I was, I'll get a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I had a bizarre, and I still do. I have mad respect for the San Diego chicken. Yeah. Hey, it's amazing that you had that uh, dry spell. No, it's it's not. When I say these things out loud, <laughs> Teresa looks at me. She's like, "Really? It's like, yeah, all yours, yeah. baby. All half the, yours." Half the time, yeah. I didn't even want to jerk off with myself. I don't, know, was, I don't know why I'm divorced twice. Andy was the only person kid that knew Ted Giannolis's name in school, and I only knew it because Andy knew it. I've met the man. That's the San Diego chicken. Started as the KGB chicken, became the San Diego chicken. He had posters hanging on the wall. Uh, he also a, did the, the baseball bunch with Johnny was, Bench. 
Aerosmith, get a grip. Let's get back to Night Ranger real quick. Aerosmith, get a grip. What's the Night Ranger connection? Jack Blades and Tommy Shaw wrote for that record. What song? Yeah, Pink Walk was Pink's not on that album, is it? No. Pink's on the thing. next one. Don't want to miss a thing. Uh, Crying. Uh, Loving an elevator. Wasn't a single. No, I don't know what it was. Uh, Shut up and dance. Oh, I do know that. Featured in Wayne's World 2. Yeah. And the other song they wrote was on the Your Greatest Hits Big Ones. And it was called Walk on Water. Great, great song. Two new tracks on that record. Walk on Song and or Walk on Water and Blind Man. Okay. Robin, you got issues hanging out with geriatric old men and me. Um it's probably the last time she does it. She's yeah. like, you know, Josh, I'll be busy. I rushed, home, I, rushed, I rushed home for this 10 minutes. You're talking about Barbie dolls and midgets. San Diego chicken. Oh, Look shit. it up. Dude, wait till I talk about this. Ewoks. Wait, 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 wait till I tell the story about uh, Gizmo. This, this broad in Topeka, 1997, jumper cables and caster motor oil. Oh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you that story sometime. You're, 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 oh, sorry, you're, not that wasn't Topeka. Uh, that was another one. Uh, this was in, uh, this was in, um, Hayes, Kansas. Sorry, east or west side of Kansas or west part of the state. The joke that you shared with me and Brad Gillis and what have you, I told <laughs> that at my Christmas part one last weekend, everybody was crying. Yeah. Well, it and, killed at our table. It did not kill at the other table. That is a different joke. I think I told uh, Brent and Brad. Yeah, I'm not repeating but, it. Yeah, but oh, the, okay. uh, but yes, I like, I like uh, when I we told I told Brad that and he just cracked up and he went to the other table and told it and it get quite the response. That's funny over here. <laughs> he said these guys have a better sense of humor. Andy, I can't find the chicken costume. Uh, I'll Is that what we're out. still waiting on? I'll I'm looking for it. Robin, a... Robin, take us out. I can't take Andy's job from him. Uh, it's really, there's no there's no prep for it whatsoever. Hey, I, I, before, before <laughs> you can you tell if that, you watch closely, Robin. I'm grasping at straws the whole time. I wanted to wish You're everybody natural. a happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, or whatever it is you celebrate. Um... Sorry, I've been on here much. Hey, hey, what about, what about Kwanzaa, you racist fuck? I said, whatever everybody celebrates, they can celebrate. I'm you recognizing are. two. And then you can recognize the rest. And yeah. um, and, and by the way, thanks, thanks for filming that um, thing, the, the huddle thing, Josh. Well, if you remember, um, you were about ready to turn right, and I told you to keep coming left. Uh, one, because I knew there was a huge area and we wouldn't be in the way. Um, well, I just didn't. I, I don't want to wear out my welcome. I was going to get well, back to my seat. Well, I know that. But, you know, again, it's you, it's just all feel. It was a big backstage area. Um, Did you discuss that on the last show at all? No, no, no. So what we're referring to is. Because in, we, I, I went back with Josh backstage with Night Ranger at, I'm sorry, in Troy, Ohio. And we're in the hallway and they're singing acapella in their dressing room. And it's amazing sounding. They're singing Penny. I, I mean. There you go, Robin. 
I mean, mm-hmm. what else were they singing? I mean, if they just say, I wish they would do an acapella um, song on stage. They're they're incredible. And I've always, so I, I've always wanted to like go live with that. But... God, it's fantastic. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. Yeah, and um, so anyway, uh, Josh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, cut you off. Oh, there. you're right. I'm I'm just picking up shit. I'm dropping. I was just hanging out with Josh, and you know. And they start coming out, and you know, Eric goes to fist bump me, and I think he's trying to hand me one of his IPAs. I'm like, oh no, I'm not. He's, oh no, this is my beer. I'm not offering you one. I'm like, oh well, thanks. <laughs> I switched and hold it for me. So then Carrie Beyond. comes out and fist bumps me. Then Brad comes out, and Brad, 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 and I are hitting it off. It's it's really cool. Um, and he's you know talk, telling Jackie, Jack, look at his face. You know, and, and all the guys had already seen a picture of my face and because they all told me about it back in, what was it, Nashville, Indiana. And Jack looks and he goes, I know, I know, Brad, we saw the pictures. <laughs> you know, good stuff anyway. So um, they were coming out to take the stage and we were back to stage and I was telling Josh, I'm going to go get to my seat. Um, and Josh yeah, kept me, he's like, no, hang, hang on a second. But I don't think um, you knew you didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't know that was I didn't know that was going to happen. But um, I didn't know it was going to happen. If you're in the area, sometimes it can happen. Uh, but again, it's all about venues, and that had so much room. I knew that you could come with me, and we could be out of the way, and. So if it was somewhere else, if it was one of the theater shows, uh, that wouldn't have happened. But, you know, that show, I, you know, again, it's all feel. The band was in a good mood, right? The mm-hmm. band, you know, if there's been issues all day and they're not in a good mood, then, you know, that's not happening. Um, I, you know, did I know that was going to happen? No, I was maybe hoping it would. That's why I had the camera going. Uh, but I knew even if you didn't, it was still cool to, you know, I don't yeah, know see if, it. if you've ever seen a walk up before. So I, that's what I was really wanting you to see. And, but when they went to do that, usually they'll pull people in and that's, I knew it was happening. So I grabbed the camera and they pulled you in and I got right over you and got in there and, uh, made, you know, it ended it perfectly. Right. When you turned around and smiled and, and ended it. So, uh, I thought, Holy, when he said, Brett, and I see this hand, I went, I went, I thought, are you, are you fucking kidding me? But I, I played it cool. Did you drink the tequila? Did they have a tequila for you? No, they didn't have one. <laughs> all right. um, they may not have had any at all. I, I can't remember it being out there, but uh, that's good. Nah, you don't have to, you know, <laughs> chug some tequila there. But uh, so, yeah, it was good. I got it on video. And, you know, I was. Yeah, um, yeah I, found, I found a program to copy it. I couldn't wait to copy it. I had to have a copy of it. I thought I sent you on Facebook. No. I just copied it. No, oh, all right. Um, but yeah, so uh um and at one time they were selling those as VIPs mm-hmm. part of the VIP package, like three hundred bucks. So there you go, Brent. You you're you're up three hundred dollars. Uh um yeah, it's cool. I mean, listen, we're living the dream. Um it's cool stuff. Uh you know, like here, this is going to be a fucking, you know, comment, douchey comment or whatever. But like I had to turn down having Brenner dinner with Brad 
Brad and is like, Hey, you want to go to dinner? Him and a couple other people were going. And I said, I told him no, because um, I wanted to wait around. I had, uh, you know, Brent was showing up and I had a couple other people showing up and I wanted to be there for him. But, you know, after I do that, I'm like, I'm just like thinking like, I just, you know, I'm like, fuck Britain, whoever else I'm yeah, with. Yeah, you should have went. <laughs> well, I, I needed to be there for people. Uh, Andy, we can't hear you. Um, uh, but uh, Sorry, yeah, I was coughing earlier. But, oh. uh, you know, that's just like, sometimes you, you pinch yourself and it's just like, we've all gotten lucky. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's great too. Like even when we were at Troy, it's like we had a good turnout there and, um, you know, Cleveland. And so what's the merch girl's name? My mind just, my mind just, Angela, Angela. I'm standing next to Angela and Ed comes out with Brad's guitar with Bubba and he's coming right towards me with it. And he, he hands it off. And I thought, is he going to hand this to me? (laughs) And then Angela's hand comes from, from my side. I'm like, damn yeah easy there hero um yeah it's it's you think it's going to be cool because they did that to me once and well the first time he did it was at the monsters on the mountain right no st louis yes no yes it was monsters on the mountain okay yeah that's what i told you the story about the guitar strap the nut coming out and Yeah. yeah Yeah, so that was fucking awesome. The second, the next night was the show. Uh, Surf Prince Ballroom. Birthday. No, oh. Prince, uh, that was the first time I got to see it up close. But uh, okay, it was Brent's birthday out there in Tennessee at that weird little gig? Yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah. Remember how it rained and like that whole grass area? He, they, I had to walk about seventy-five yards in mud and muck with it. All I'm thinking is I'm going to fucking fall. You know, hey, why is Brad's guitar covered in fucking mud? Hey, it's because I'm a dipshit. So, oh, yeah. And there was no security. Like, they had locked the stage door. And the police officer had gone. This is at Monsters of the Mountain. So, now I can't get backstage with it. They're getting ready to go on. Um, and the only way I could really get anybody was to maybe go into the venue, which I didn't want to do. Finally, I found a police officer. Like, listen, I need to get this door open right now. And he was able to do it so yeah it it's it's fun but uh you know and then andy i just remember just looking over to my left and seeing andy and brad sitting there talking eating chicken wings um very surreal moment of my life i'll be honest yeah. with you and then i keep forgetting robin you were with me in wisconsin um right the, the are, thing that would are, that blew is, my is, now Rob, hold on one second yeah robin is that is that uh is that story canon? What? The Wisconsin story? Are you I don't I don't know this story. No, I mean, you know, we're is it okay to mention that story that oh. you were in Wisconsin? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, that know. was the day before my birthday last year. Right. My well, birthday was the twelfth and that was the eleventh. I just you know, I you know, I just want to make sure like, you know, yeah. the significant others you know, listening and I never knows All right, good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, so Robin got to, you know, go backstage and talk to him and just hang out. And we've all been, 
That was probably my favorite interaction, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a good outdoor show, too. Uh, yeah, most of That was shows. the first time they did Breakout Live. Was it? No, Breakout nice. was um first time they did it live was when I first met you when we went to Wabash. So we was were in rehearsals. That was the yeah. very first time they ever or did was, it. All right. Or uh, was it the first time they tried bringing it on home to me? No, they no. did, but it was both. It was the first yeah. show for Breakout. And we were sitting there and I looked at you and I said, This is the first time they've ever done this. Because that's when um, Jack was asking us to get the lyrics. Was that the sound check though, or was yeah, it? The, it was the but they played Breakout at the show. That was the first show they oh, were playing to that. Andy, I does thought, that sound right? Sure. I thought Wisconsin Dells they did one of the I songs wasn't there. for the first time. No, Wisconsin was it Wisconsin like the day after um, mm-hmm. Wabash? That's I, mean, yeah. I would guess I would have to look. Uh, Actually, I, I have the set list right here. I'm looking at Wabash and. There's Wabash, they do no break. breakout, and then Wisconsin Dells has breakout. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the first Sorry, time they, did it, like on the one they did it live on stage was Wisconsin. Well, I know in Wabash they did bring it all home to me, but not not in no, concert. No, no, not in concert. That's sound check. Yeah, it was a sound check. So. You know what? You might be right, Robin, because I remember Is that going. Lister, right? She's I'm, like, according to my documentation, I was. Uh, <laughs> well, what's the date on the set list? It's a. Well, um, no. It just says 2021 on both. Yeah. It was those three shows were in a row. I was at all. I yeah. remember because so. it was my birthday was the 12th and yeah. Wisconsin was, the 10th, was after that. And the day after. Wisconsin yeah. Was the 11th. But I remember that was going, my, It was like midnight when we were leaving, and. <laughs> I re, I just remember going live on Breakout on one of the pages. Uh, you know which. It was Wisconsin. You know which I probably would have went live with it. Um, I'm with Wabash. you, Rob, and I think it was Wisconsin. Uh, now, the Wabash show was the show that I was going live at the very end, and Jack took my phone and has it up on they stage. They did rumors, didn't they? Yeah, me and Brent were screaming during rumors. Nice. Yeah, As I you know, scre- this should was... always be in the set list. Well, they brought it back in when we were in Troy, and I didn't know they were bringing it. Yeah. I, I knew some of the songs they were going to do that night, and I told... Um, Melissa and Kathy, there's some surprises tonight. They're like, oh, yeah, what are they? I'm like, I'm not telling you. When rumors came on, I went, rumors, fuck yeah. I just screamed out really loud because I, I was, I haven't heard that in over a year, you know. I just remember that Wilmington show when I saw that set list. Oh, Passion Play? Well, Passion Play, Seven Wishes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, God, there was a passion, there was another one that was kind of deep too, and I can't remember. But uh, uh, yeah, I was just yeah. like, "Holy shit!" Um, yeah. That so and why does love have to change? And then that one, but like passion play and can't find me a thrill were my favorites when yeah. I was like seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? And it's weird. Can't find me a thrill. I always thought, you know, like I like the production on you know Dawn Patrol. But I always thought that song sounded could sound it so much. Out. It could it could sound so much better. To me, it was always just a little bit light. Like uh, to me, like Eddie's coming out tonight, Night Ranger. Those songs are just thick and heavy. And I just thought, you know, can't find me a thrill. You know, could have been the same. And it just never. But I love can't find me a thrill. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, good uh, stuff. Here's just a, not at night. She sleeps. <laughs> here's. 
Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell that story. Um, well, here, I'll tell you guys. I, I might have to- I, I told you guys. I can't remember. Uh, so when the 40th anniversary was coming up for Dawn Patrol and we didn't really know a date, um, you know, I called Brad, Jack, all of them. You guys, I'm, I'm hoping like, yeah, it was released the day after my Aunt Jenny's birthday. That's what I'm mm-hmm. looking for. You know, and none of them had that. But Jack had boxes of stuff that were mailed to him back then. So he's going through stuff. He sends me a picture of a box from Boardwalk. And I had to tell him, like, you know, like, there are people who would want that box, right? <laughs> but um, but back to the songs on Dawn Patrol, he hadn't. Now, if you guys remember, I have an acetate record of Dawn Patrol. And it's like eight songs from Dawn Patrol. Um, but I don't think there's any difference in them. And for those who don't know, back then, if they wanted to get a, like a listen to what they've been recording, they would make an acetate record, which is a heavy, like almost metal record. And it's got a short shelf life. And that's what they would do. But Brad or Jack found one from early 82. Mm-hmm. Three songs on it. And to me, if it's only got three songs on it and it's that early, my money is those are different mixes. And I told him, he doesn't have a fucking turntable. Uh, I told him, I go, you know, he d- doesn't really give a shit about like, you need to keep one. I want it. Yeah. Two, I want um, it. <laughs> that's money. I mean, if you're ever going to do an expanded version or something like and box you guys, set. You guys don't have these masters or, you know, and they've never done anything. So any masters they had were destroyed in that fire, Yeah, you know, where they've got some remastered stuff they've done in Japan and you can use those. But if they never did anything with demos, you know, you know who knows if they even had them, but they're gone in that fire. So, uh, yeah, we all need to make a visit to Jack's house and get that acetate. Record. I'm in, man. <laughs> I'll quit my job tomorrow. Tell me. Yeah, but um speaking of which i gotta go no we are just getting started so welcome look two hours and 10 minutes into this really yeah (laughs) now i'm wondering what the hell we still talking about it's my it's my fault i'm sorry i should have just stayed away (laughs) well i just know uh, my alarm is gonna go off at 3 30 in the morning i'll call all you guys how about that no i won't answer I'll make sure you guys get up when I'm up. It's okay. Just uh, my know. day off. So do not. Robin's like, I don't care. Like, awesome. <laughs> just got to drive machinery. Yeah, I'm just driving 8,000 pound forklift around. It's all right. You drive, you drive any forking thing around. Damn straight, I can. Sorry, I didn't have time to set up my microphone, by the way. I just jumped on here. Sounds better. Thank Actually, you. Well, uh, see that that goes back to Orion's question. Well, was Why it is Orion? Josh on the have the good microphone? I don't think it was Orion, but and it wasn't Orion. It was Andy Chapin. Andy Chapin, currently in mourning. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna go. You guys talk amongst no, yourselves. No, no, no. Take us out, Andrew. Thank you, everybody. Uh, do thanks the long put, one. Long. Thanks for put, putting up with us. If you're, uh, where can you find us? If you're still listening to this at this point, I, I'm really <laughs> curious about what's going on in your life at this stage of the game. 
They're hiding from their family. You don't want to know. <laughs> but, you know, go to YouTube. Find us on YouTube if you want to watch this madness, this uh, descent into madness. But you can also find us on all your podcatchers out there, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, which is the one I listen to, um, Stitcher. I think we're even on iHeartRadio, Josh. Am I uh, correct on that, or do you know? I think I listened to it one time on iHeart because I have that app. <laughs> Pandora. Heart. There you go. Boom, boom. Oh, it's about boys. a midnight madness now. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Oh, boy. We got to go. But thank you so much for tuning in and staying with us if you're still here and being a fan of the greatest band out of Northern California. With that, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> and Happy Hanukkah. Sorry, and all the other stuff. I forgot. Merry New Year. All the holidays. Yeah, Merry Happy Christmas, Holidays. You filthy animals.